How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Easy Peasy Podcast, where we discuss living better through permaculture, mindfulness, decentralization, freedom, flow, agorism, anarchy, and more. We'll discuss how to solve life's complex problems with simple solutions. This is Mike the Polymath coming from the Easy Peasy Workshop in Indianapolis, Indiana, the crossroads of America. Thanks for joining me.
pack of spirits. Yep. And let me get 20 on pump four. Thank you, sir. going on y'all I figured I'd give you a little sneak peek on what a Sunday with easy peasy looks like we'll call it an easy peasy Sunday I got the dog sun's out trucks running and we are gonna be going a few places doing a few things so I thought I'd bring you along for the ride. I hope you enjoy. thinking about the biscuits and gravy if you still got them. Yep, they're making some fresh biscuits now, so I'm going to be a minute. That's cool. Okay. Uh, yep. What other two items do I have? Uh, what do you got? Eggs, okay, sausage, pancakes, french fries. Let's do eggs, and can I get like over medium on top of the biscuits yep. and gravy? Yep. And then and bacon. Yep, and we'll do curry. Yeah, if it's true, maybe it's doing the deductible. Probably shot a Jim Beam and a coffee. Might as well. Happy Sunday. Yep. There's that for you. Thank you. If you were wondering, the biscuits and gravy were on point. Coffee was good. A shot of bourbon was good. 
and I got kind of sucked in to my phone. I was trying to figure out how to how to better use the Fountain app for my podcast. You know, after my episode yesterday with Andy, he, you know, when we signed off, he was telling me, he said he had a lot of success doing a little promotion on Fountain. So I went ahead and promoted that episode and I'll be curious to see, you know, I'm, I'm just starting to think y'all, I really need to actively promote, you know, obviously I have selfish reasons for wanting to grow the the audience of this show, but truth is I, I feel like I need to for my sake and just because I think what I'm talking about needs to get into more ears. Um, you know, my conversation yesterday was a good one and it just seems like I need to be doing more. So anywho, we're heading to the dog park. Doc has been patiently waiting in the truck while I ate my breakfast, but we're going to go play and, uh, yeah. So we'll see you there. You know, random thought. I figure I might as well share it while I'm driving. The other day I was in the convenience store and the lady in front of me, she was kind of making a fuss because they wouldn't let her check out without an ID. And I assumed she was buying some form of tobacco, right? Or trying to. And to be honest, the lady looked significantly older than I did, or than I do. And she looked a little disheveled and, you know, downtrodden and maybe homeless, maybe not, but kind of like a little unstable seeming. But the guy behind the counter just would not ring her up without her showing ID. And so she steps aside eventually and I I go up there and I order my stuff and for whatever reason they don't card me and I look and I see that there's just a pack of rolling papers on the counter like that's what she was trying to buy not even a pack of cigarettes not anything just papers the guy wanted to card her over papers. He checks me out, no card required. And I even looked over at her. She was still standing there kind of like dumb, dumbfounded. And, uh, and I said, he's trying to card you over papers? She's like, yeah, like I know, right? <laughs> and I was just kind of like, damn. You know, in hindsight, I should have just said, hey, buddy, put those on me and just handed them to her, right? It didn't occur to me to do that. But it's one of the many examples of excessive compliance, right? Excessive compliance. Now, you might hear Doc wheezing. I apologize. He's excited. We just pulled up. 
to the dog park, so we're going to head on over there and see what kind of action there is. Thanks, buddy. Come on, Doc. What's happening? Yep. Can we get a rut row? Out. Doc. Yeah, that's a big dog. Uh, just the one. Hey, don't you do it. Good boy. How y'all doing? Pretty good, how about you? Good. No kidding. Look at that. Good job, Kim. She jumped right up, or he? She. She. She's jumped up from the side before, but she's never like gone up the ramp. Yeah. So I was kind of scared of that. He's scared to not be up there. <laughs> He feels safe up high, you know. Hey, go there, bud. This is about right, though. He he prefers one or two dogs over, hey, you know, thirty or forty. Yeah. Hello. It was a lot more crowded about a half hour. Ago. Was it? Yeah, I was surprised. It's kind of nice out. I figured it'd be yeah, busier. It's a boy or girl. Girl. She a racer? Yeah, she was. She yeah. Was, I've had her now for three years. Yeah. Almost exactly three years. Uh, Doc. Hey. And she raced for two and a half years. Is that right? What's her name? Daisy. Daisy, hi. She loves people. I can tell. She loves people more than your dog. Yeah. Were you fast? Oh, very fast. <laughs> I bet. Still is. Yeah. Even the slowest greyhound is faster than every other dog. Yeah. Right. Faster than a coyote, but only just, is what I've heard. Uh, the, they are the second fastest land animal behind the cheetah. Cheetah, yeah. Yeah. I saw a coyote run across the field one time. They're faster than most people realize, but oh, yeah. not as fast as a greyhound. Yeah. <laughs> Does she open it up when you let her loose? Like, um, you ever take well, her out in the country somewhere and just let her run? She's kind of weird. She's like a cat. Yeah. And then she'll have 10 minutes of crazy energy and then she's gone. She's yeah, like, yeah. All right, nap time for the next 20 hours. Sure. So I always say she's 
the closest thing to a cat in the dog world. Sure. Are there like special uh, rescues for greyhounds? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, one of them, the one in Indy, is here today doing the meetup. No kidding. Yeah, cool. It's called Prison Greyhound. Wow. Uh, so she's actually one of the last classes I've groups that actually was in the prison because they go to Fundamental Prison for two months or so to really? get house broken and like some basic training done. So like the prisoners? Yeah. That's like yeah, a they, thing they, they do? It's like wow. a good uh, good inmate program like you can qualify to have a dog for a month. Wow. Living with you and everything. I'm sure they love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably hard to say goodbye, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Get him, bub. My guy's kind of funny that way. Like, he cares about balls and stuff when people have them in their hands. As soon as you throw it, he couldn't care less, you know? Daisy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like a tendency. Of course. Like, I'm just laying over the cat. Yeah. Huskies are always talkers. <laughs> Doc doesn't like most dogs, but I think he likes Daisy. Yeah, she's, she's relaxed. Yeah. She kind of feeds off the energy of the other dog. Right. Excited? Go get him. Go on. Get him. Hey. Get him. Yeah, he, he's a nervous drooler. He never does it unless he's surrounded by dogs. You're talking about my guy, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I don't want to be involved, but I kind of want to be involved. I, I always joke he's kind of like a, like a lifeguard or hall monitor kind of attitude. The awkward kid that doesn't know what to do, just, you know, tattletales. Go, hey, go get him. Uh, I'm just getting some ammo. Okay. What do some you five five six, a uh, couple boxes, okay. whatever is reasonable. Okay. I have two three. I don't have five five six. Okay. Okay. Um, I might go look in someplace else. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Appreciate it. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, I figured their prices are probably better too. Yeah. Yeah, that, that they are. Yep. How you doing? Good, thanks. Feeling we might be a part of the same crowd. <laughs> Mike. Hi, Mike. Nice to meet yep, you. You too. Is your first one? No, I've been to a few, but it's uh, I missed the last couple. What about you? Uh, been to many. Many. Well, we may have met before, but it's always a lot of faces, you know. Good. Are we uh, getting served here? Yeah, served right here. Cool. Um, this is what I have back here. Um, so I've got cans and bottles with house wraps, and then I've got liquor and wine on the back. I'll do a Miller Lite. You got it. How you doing? Good to see you, sir. You too. Yeah, good. Missed the last couple, but glad to make it to this one. Do you have a card I can check in Uh, Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, how were the last couple? Yeah. Good. Yeah. We had quite a few people. And yeah, now we have like seven people. No kidding. They all carpool down. I guess they came. Well, they came in two groups. So. Sure. Thank you. Good. What's what's Amber on tap? Um, I've got a Black Horse Martin with Amber Lager. Hey, good to see you. Get a name tag here. Oh, that's all right. 
Good, Mike. Mike, I'm Zach. Zach, good to meet you. Yeah. Well, hell, is there someone here? First time or cool? Yeah, I missed the last couple, but I've been to maybe three or four of them so far. I've been here for a while. My girlfriend Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Do you make the drive back and forth? Yeah. It's not bad. I do about three and a half hours. Sure. Going back better because you get an hour back. Right, right. Rock and roll. How you been, man? Good to see you again. Good to see you, Hey, Trev. Good. Good to see you. I feel like we ought to redo our cheers. Okay. Cheers to no agenda, right? No agenda. So, uh, how long you been listening for? I've been listening since mid 2020. I heard. I went back. Uh, I had like a backlog of Joe Rogan podcast. Went back, just listened to it, stumbled upon Adam on there, and I was like, heard about his podcast, started listening to it, and I was hit. I liked the podcast, but I wasn't an every week list, a weekly listener until probably eight months to a year ago. I was every week listening religiously. So I like wait for the episode to come out, dude. Yeah. It's like sometimes I'll think to like get on the live stream when they're starting up, but usually I can't catch it usually on the yeah, live stream. Well it's always a bummer. I'll like I'll think of it and I'll sign on to the live stream and it'll be like in the the wrap up, yeah, yeah, and then I gotta wait like four or five hours before yeah. they actually like upload it. Yeah. So it's like, I never catch it when it starts, so I'll yeah. catch it in the middle, and then I don't want to like I don't want to have to go back and start it from the beginning, so I'll right. wait. Usually I'll hold off and wait. Well, I'm the same as you. Like, found out about him through Joe Rogan, and uh, it's like listening to Joe Rogan interview Adam. It's like this dude makes more sense. Oh than yeah anybody else that's been on this show for the last oh year and goodness. a half it's nuts yeah, during yeah. like just the covid craziness so yeah. yeah it's like damn this guy seems to actually be kind of switched on yeah but yeah like like you said kind of fell down the rabbit hole never looked back but yeah. yeah it's wild man these uh these meetups you said it's your first one right first one so do they have a group in st louis too you said there is so there's actually like a kind of it's kind of like i don't want to say a spinoff but uh it's the same concept as no agenda it's called the millennial media offensive okay? okay and there's a guy that lives in st louis that does it and there's a guy that lives in denver and they do it together they sound like the kind of guys I might need to reach out to. Yeah, like, yeah. So get on their it's the same exact yeah. media deconstruction. They do the same thing, okay. value for value. Of course, they're nowhere near as big, but uh, yeah. I'll catch them every now and then. Very, you know, I don't listen to them as often as I probably should. But uh, yeah. I've seen one meetup in St. Louis that the okay. uh, guy that isn't that co-hosts that podcast sponsored or uh, you know set up. But uh, not as frequent as here. It's not once a month like it is here. Yeah, man. It's pretty cool. Like I told you already, uh, I missed the last couple. It was a bummer. I was just mm-hmm. busy or whatever. But uh, I wouldn't miss it if I if I could help it. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cool people and, like, I don't know, man. Like-minded uh, You people. never know what people are going to be talking about here. Yeah. That's why I decided to bring the recorder. Bring the, yeah. Just see what we can catch. Yeah. But it's good to meet you, though, nice man. Nice to meet I'll, you, I'll, too. I'll yeah. Turn it off now. We can just chill. But sure. Yeah. You said it was... 
Easy peasy peasy. Okay. Yes, sir. I'll yes, look sir. it up right now. You, you know, if, like on Apple. Uh, it's on everything. On everything. Yeah. Okay. But you know, it's kind of more Joe Rogan style than, uh, than No Agenda. I do a lot of interviews. Gotcha. Uh, occasional like solo shows where I just ramble about whatever. Easy but, peasy pod po- politics podcast. Uh, uh, easy peasy pod. One word. Easy one peasy. word. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me look that up. That's uh, that's where everybody gets thrown through a loop there. What's your the first one? Uh, Peapod. Yep. Peapod. There okay. you go. All right, I'll follow it. I'll be looking Rock forward roll, to uh, seeing hearing myself yeah. on that, hopefully. There you go. You yeah. will. And, uh, <laughs> I, you know, my most recent episode is me and a buddy who's real conspiracy-minded and uh, going Same back here. and forth I listen about, to that. I like it. Yeah, man. <laughs> we were talking about, like, the food system and health, yeah. you know, just and all, the, the, all the nonsense going on. Yeah, but, how it's... Yeah. Uh, food's not food anymore, pretty much. Pretty much, man. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Cool. That was interesting. I like that. I'm recording my podcast. I'm going to do an episode in honor of the No Agenda meeting. Oh, so nice. if you want, you're one of the organizers. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. So tell us who you are and how you got into No Agenda, if you would. Right now? I'm recording. Okay, this is Maria. Maria. Uh, you're you're kind of famous husband, around here. My husband is Mark. Uh-huh. Yes, and we decided to start that because we wanted to find our own tribe. We wanted to find people we can really talk about what is going on and be free to talk without judging, without fighting, mm-hmm. and just find our tribe and our friends that we can trust it's to be funny. ourselves. It's kind of funny that No Agenda was like yes. the thing that brought yes. all these people together. But. And for the longest time we were listening and trying to hear, uh, I'm not sure we are old yet. Let me people probably trickling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were trying to find out if someone is doing it, how we can meet people, and finally said, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to organize it. Yeah. So <laughs> was it one of the first, like, No Agenda meetups? I'm, I'm doing an episode of my podcast. Yeah. Um, but was it one of the first, like, meetups, or was it... Like, how did the meetups even start? Do you know? Our meetup? Ours, all of them. Because I mean, we only they went... They started in Michigan because we had that yes. one guy that came down here. Right, tell yeah. him. So this is Mark. He's yep. the other organizer. We're going to the bar. So we had the guy that started everything. Uh, in Michigan. Yeah. It was like the first meetup, and it was like, like 15 years ago. Uh, and they, and they're still ago. meeting now. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, and it was just, John was in the neighborhood, and they, and they found out about it, and they said, oh, let's meet him. So they went over and talked to him, da-da-da, and then, so I guess it was like the first meetup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they're happening. Uh, I only started listening maybe a year and a half ago or something, but uh, kind of got sucked right in, you know? I know, right? <laughs> I can't remember. What, so I was, I was just talking to one of our Fort Wayne competitors here. Yeah, I heard there's a uh, whole gaggle <laughs> we, of them. We can't yeah. wait till... Uh, till uh, What's his name? Nick comes because he's a the trash. He did the original trash talk. Okay. But um, I can't remember. I Fort Wayne that started. I didn't realize. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. I don't think so. Nick said that they are a threat to democracy. <laughs> well, aren't we all? Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I think it was, I think my gateway drug to No Agenda was um, JCD, uh, the Borac. Okay. Because um, I used to follow him in the tech world, right? Sure. I read all this stuff. Right. And there was a there was a show. Um, called Cranky Geeks that he, he appeared on that I watched every week. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'd never heard of either of these guys, uh, Adam or John. Like, 
I, I was too young for MTV at you know in Adam's heyday or whatever. So. I never watched MTV. Either. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I never got a dose of Adam. Anymore. So I'm like, these are just two guys. I couldn't care less who they are, but they seem to make a lot of sense, you know. So and they have fun listening. at it. And yeah, they, have fun at it. they do have fun at it. That's for I was sure. initially kind of turned off by all the like. I wasn't sure what the dames and the knights were. Yeah, like, well, there's a lot of like insider yeah, jokes it took and me a minute. Or the yeah. slave thing. I was like, what is? I don't understand. And but. FYI, Emily, I am recording. Uh, you're on. I'm doing a no agenda uh, clip. Well, it's sort of a homage to no agenda on oh. my podcast. So. Oh, what's your podcast? It's called Easy Peasy. One oh. word. One word. Easy Peasy. What's it about? Uh, I do interviews. I talk about whatever I want. It's not so much uh, news and you know, current events. I, my voice as, is terrible. You don't want. Yep. Oh yep. no, it's great. <laughs> I've been training somebody at work. You're always you're always one of the best on our uh, <laughs> our little mix-ups that we send in for them. I to can play. tell that speed up my voice though. Oh I yeah. Have too many. Oh, you, can, you can talk to Annette about that. She does clip <laughs> out stuff, so she tightens everybody's language. No, it's good because I, I I don't know. But I, I at work I've had to do long stretches of talking. And, because I'm training people, right? Sure. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, my voice must be so annoying to them by now. Yeah, And all yeah. I hear on the other end is silence, and I'm like, uh, because it's over teams. I've got your wine, by the way. Oh, okay. No worries. He's here. He's signed up. Well, I appreciate you talking to the mic. Right. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, we're, I'm going to try to hit some people in the mouth with this yeah, thing. Yeah, you know? do it. So <laughs> we can get, get this group a little bit bigger. Was the uh, threat to democracy? Threat to democracy. Like, no, wait a minute! Oh, I gotta go. Time out. We gotta go see what's going on down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and besides, Adam said about Indiana, he's got to go to one of these. And I'm thinking, if he's got to pick, he's got to go to Fort Wayne. You know. So, anyway, so we're just scoping out the competition. I guess. So, do you guys do a meetup up there too? Yeah, yeah. Right. Cool, cool. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah we have a, a third. We're on the third Wednesday of the month right now. So, gotcha. This will be our sixth, fifth, or sixth. I've kind of lost track. But you heard our mixes on the show we figured oh, yeah. we were well, having more fun down here right yeah well, yeah, yeah. Report, <laughs> we always hear the meetup reports from but you know the first couple of them we didn't have someone to record it for us sure so i'm like i'm okay. not gonna everybody who hasn't signed in newcomers i just turned it back on Please, that if you give me your email, then I'll be able to like email, like picture from here, blah blah blah. So anyway, so Mike, yeah, are you a douchebag? I am not technically, but I've never been officially deduced. Okay. I've donated only at meetups. I've never okay. sent anything, okay. you know, online or whatever. Oh, um, that's right. So yeah. I, I can't technically be called a douchebag. Okay. Thank, thankfully. Well, we but. weren't deduced at the 1500. It didn't matter. There were so many there people. There were so that many people that donated. Yeah. That yeah. Double up. Yeah. Yeah, I should have took advantage of that. We did. Oh, we did. Problem is, I'm in my off season, so money is tough. But yeah, you know, hey, what are you gonna do? You're off season. What's I'm off trying. Season? Well, I, I'm a gardener by trade. Okay. Uh, podcaster by virtue of whatever, having ideas. Right. But there's not a lot of money in podcasting, as I'm sure you could imagine. So we go to the one in Columbus, Ohio, and there were two podcasters there. Uh huh. A guy was from the states, and his girlfriend was from Canada, and it's she's got the hog. Story, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. They're on the stream, and I'm you know, right. exactly. She does a podcast, yeah. she does a no agenda stream. Podcast. Very interesting people, yeah. I bet oh, yeah. Yeah. he's a microwave engineer. They actually huh. yeah. met 
I'm glad he sounds like a spook. Yeah. Okay. All right. How do you get that kind of degree? So I asked him when he went to college, you know, trying to, you know, like what um, Cur uh, Adam Curry always says, oh, yeah, that, that's where all the spooks go to go to college, right? right, right. Since he's got spooks in his family, which I think is awesome. How else will you not know, you know, what these guys look like? So we started going, we went to a couple. I don't know where he was from. She was from Canada. Yeah, and they had just gotten married because, yes, because they had finally lifted the veil so that they could travel. I was going to say they, they let her oh out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, she said it. Yeah, they let her out. Americans can travel back and forth, no issues. But she had to jump through hoops to get here. I heard about a Canadian couple that were trying to move to Florida, kind of, you know, early days after they closed the border. and. They, they could ship all their stuff, yeah. but they themselves couldn't cross the border uh, in a car. They found the only loophole, you know, they couldn't travel in a plane or a car or a train. They had to hire a helicopter to fly them, like, into Buffalo, New York. Right, right, right. You know, they had to charter a private right, helicopter right, right. just to get into the United States. It was the only way they could figure it. It's like the great escape or something, you know? That's insane. It depends on what border agent and the crossing you get, whether or not they check your vaccine passport, whatever. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I, I think I need to get some stickers like those folks because I got nothing to give you guys. But I'll tell you if you want to check it out, it's the Easy Peasy Podcast. Okay. One word, Easy Peasy. You know, and a lot of people are Rogan people. Uh -huh. I've never seen the Rogan. I've never watched that. He's a great conversationalist and all that. But all I can, every time he talks, all I see is the. Um, the cage fighting, the MMA. You know, I'm thinking, it's like, oh my. I, I just can't see him in any other role. It's just really weird. I was talking to a friend uh, yesterday about whether or not, like, it, it seems like Joe Rogan's an authentic enough dude. Oh, yeah, Trustworthy. I yep, I agree. But sometimes his guests feel like they're planted, you know? Like really? Big time, especially lately. Exactly. In the last, like, month, it feels like there's been like a handful of them that are like XCIA Tyson on there. Yeah. He was peddling that book hard. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off it. It yeah. was annoying, man. Well, it cracked me up uh, how John C. clipped uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's interview yeah. with whatever that guy's name is, and he, you know, okay, and, and he kept repeating, okay, okay. 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 first, okay, and then he, let me finish. he kept let me on finish. doing it. Let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, yeah. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're not even making a good point to begin with, you know? No. Yeah. Just like yeah. he said, he wasn't bought in. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, I missed a, did I miss a meeting? Yeah. You're not supposed to ask me difficult questions. Yeah. You know? Like, come on. It's weird, weird stuff, man. But I do I do keep up with the, I keep up with Joe Rogan because I think it's um kind of a good like barometer on what's going on. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And there's certain subjects though that he's not allowed to speak on. Originally, wasn't he one of the ones that didn't think we went to the moon? He I know he's discussed the the, yeah, and that the topic they yeah. would completely squelch that. It's like okay, no more talking, talking. Right. So it's one of those things. Yeah. Well, I appreciate. I'll probably uh, 
hit the pause button here, but yeah, you know, thanks for being on Easy Peasy. Okay, yeah. thanks, Mike. So the lettuces and the tomatoes, but you get one little mite on those lettuce. Everything goes to you, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, neem oil and uh, predatory wasps are about the only thing they could use to get rid of it. Yeah. And when you sell your lettuce to a restaurant and you have little bugs fall out on the plate, it doesn't go It kind of turns people well. off. So anyway, they, they did that for a couple of years, bled out, and so now she just stays, she um, is an inspector for the wire there. I think aqu aquaponics is just another like case where people think they can do it smarter than we've been doing it for 10,000 years, and turns out the sun is usually better, fresh air is usually better. Yeah. Yeah, it, like you said, indoor, one pest gets in there, it's yeah. all ruined. Ladybugs and... Yeah. You can't outsmart Mother Nature. No. no. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so it's very interesting how it's just like the green technology stuff, right? Yeah. And they focus on all this ESG and all the it just sucks. I've got a client who was interested. I kind of talked him out of the idea. He was looking at these uh, shipping container grow ops that you can buy. Okay. Vertical farming yeah. in a shipping container yeah. kind of thing. And uh, it's like a $200,000 thing the, the, oh the, the container thing itself you know with all the tech already in it uh, and he was like let's buy one and let's set you know let's have a partnership with a food bank and like see if we can make a business out of it yeah. and um, and I looked into it a little bit and nobody that has bought one of these has made any money it's such a high in initial investment it's like you'd be a lot better off buying you know, take that two hundred thousand dollars, buy a plot of land, yep. farm it the old-fashioned way, exactly. or you know, yeah. better than. It depends on which old-fashioned way. Right, right, right. Uh, let's not do corn and soy, but let's you know, row crop it with all the good stuff. Uh, I think farmers already operating on such a thin, thin margin. margin. Yeah, you had these super high-tech solutions. It's just it's over the top. Our daughter wants yeah. us to do since. We had to put the horse down. We have four and a half acres that I mow. She said, why don't you plant lavender and have beans? Yeah, uh, or just like a, a mix of all kinds of right. herbs and wildflowers. I mean, and as opposed to, hives. yeah, I mean, why not just let the grass grow tall, you know? So we're up there in Amish country, right? Yeah. So all the Amish have got everyone paid on it anyway. Yeah. Because they've got, no, they pay no taxes. Yeah. Right? They've got all the child labor that they want. Right. And uh, so it's just very interesting how you can't compete, you know? It's just, anyway, it is just a hobby. If you yeah. want a good tax write-off, there it is. Yep. Yep. Don't think that you're going to quit your, you know, $60,000 a year job and make that kind of money with a $200,000 investment. It's not right. going to happen. And don't send your kid to school for uh, marine oh biology. My God. That's right. the that's the moral of the story. Yeah. Well, but she honestly, is using her biology degree yeah. because she's in the. Um, yeah. She she does she, she grows cell cultures to test the wires. I see. So she is using her degree, but not in the marine part. Right, right. So she was hired by a couple people too because she does um, fish tanks. 
She does fish oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. So, so she learned a thing or two in the process. Right. She did. Yeah. So, I mean, a couple businesses hired her to start, you know, like doctor's offices. Big aquariums. aquariums. Yeah. There's actually good money in aquariums. Right. Yeah. You live in Indiana and you study marine biology. Yes. That's, that, yes. that was how it all started. Yes. Yeah. It was biology because they don't have a marine biology at IPFW. Right. But we did get her scuba certified and every other year the marine biology professor at IPFW was now Purdue Fort Wayne yep. would take the class down to San Salvador at an old Navy research facility. Is that in Texas or San Salvador? Uh, San Salvador in the Bahamas. Oh, Bahamas, okay. So she went down there and she said, this island, there's only the sandals and the old Navy research facility. The rest of the island is empty. It's yeah. like totally, yeah. So yeah. that's what we keep telling her. So my exit strategy, we'll just buy a boat, load all our stuff up, just take over a couple of, uh, well, there was, she took pictures of old abandoned. Hotels and yeah. houses. Oh, we could island. occupy that like tomorrow. Exactly. Let's go, y'all. I'm thinking that would be so much fun. Hey, we got enough able-bodied people here to defend a, a, yes. an island, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Until Seal 6 rolls in. We're yeah. All, yeah, uh, yeah. In the middle yeah. of the night, you know, and they just bomb. You mean Sandals Team 6? Yeah, Sandals. Yeah. Sandals Team yeah. 6. Yeah, well, Trev, Bruce, I'll tell you, I'm recording an episode of my show. You're yeah. officially on the Easy Peasy podcast. I'm on. And I'm doing like a homage to No Agenda here, oh, yeah? paying respects to the to the godfathers of podcasting. So uh, how long have each of you been listening to No Agenda? This is, a, this is a difficult question for me. Yeah. Because I started listening in when I started the podcast. At the very beginning? Yeah, but then I quit. And then I, I started listening again in 2018. So you uh, you were like a wayward lover. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Bruce? Uh, for me, I would say during 2016. Okay. Just listening for some news podcast at work, you know. So it, I'm almost ashamed it took me so long to find it because I've been like in these kind of spheres for a while, but I only just heard about them on Joe Rogan like in 2020 oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I've been listening, I guess, even though it doesn't feel like three years, two, three years, uh, I guess that's how long it's been. But I, you know, I, I hope, selfishly, I can get my podcast to the point where there's easy peasy meetups. Yeah, it's like they're, they're paving the way, you know? Like it's a really cool thing. And I don't know that it was all organic as far as the meetup starting up goes, I right? So, yeah. They didn't, they didn't like... There was a guy from Michigan. He came down once. And I think he, he came to the, the Blind Out here. Okay. And uh, he was talking about it. That was like uh, the first group that ever got together? Yeah. And yeah. Dvorak came in once or twice and for a conference, I think. The question I have is, are we or are we not a cult? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> So do you listen to... We are. We are. <laughs> you listen to more I've heard of it. I have listen, not listened yet. Listen to the... He, 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 no, it wasn't more facts. It was LifeSite News. This ex-Green Beret was talking about the only cult you don't know about is the one that you're, that you're in. in. That you're in. Exactly. Yeah. Everything else, because he said WEF... It's a cult. It's a cult. Yep. All of these other things right. are a cult. Right. And I'm old enough to know, you may not be, Jim Jones. Oh, Jonestown. Jonestown. Yeah. Jonestown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I, you know, he started in Indianapolis. Did he now? Yes. Yeah. His yeah. church started in Indianapolis. 
I knew a guy that his mother went to that church. He got freaked the hell out. It's yeah, like, we're yeah. done. They go to California, then you know how it happens, you know. Yeah. So the so. question is, we're all in a cult. Is it a good cult or a bad cult? Well, our Lord and Savior, John C. Dvorak, is uh, he's a great guy. He know? puts the C in cult, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I go to an event uh, down in Texas, a big festival. It's like a, you know, Liberty Lovers Festival. It's okay. called Childerberg. Okay. The idea is it's like the opposite of Bilderberg. Okay. You've heard yeah. of the Bilderberg sure. meeting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but their tagline is, it's definitely not a cult. You know, like, wink, I, wink. Yeah, you're right. definitely <laughs> not a spook. Right, yeah. Definitely not a spook. Yeah. So yeah. my yeah. first well, first meetup that we went to, I said, I'm not wow. a spook. So yeah. instantly, it's like, oh, he's that's, a spook. That's what a spook would say. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, no, no, seriously, I'm not a spook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm <laughs> so. well, I figure, you know, we'll see if we can hit some people in the mouth with this, uh, this little synopsis of our <laughs> gathering, you know. So I didn't hear about no agenda from anything other than, so, I, back in 08, watched the economic collapse come, right? I listened to, uh, or read online for Denninger, he has the book Leverage, all about what has happened, right? So Ann Barnhart, he mentioned her, but I, I got this all from Zero Hedge. Zero Hedge and Drudge, they're, they're all sell, sellouts now, right? So then bought. So... And Barnhart put a little thing that uh, that uh, Adam Curie said, if there was a revolution, we would not know about it because the media wouldn't cover it. It would not be televised. It would not be televised. That's exactly it. Right. So I thought, well, I ought to listen to that. So 1300 was my first um, uh, podcast that we listened to, and I thought, this is kind of cool. Yeah. It's a little odd. It's a little quirky. and yeah. A little quirky. Yeah. I love some of the jingles, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, okay. And it's just funny to listen to these guys. They bicker like old women. They do. You know? Like an old married couple. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's, it's fun, like, yeah. Okay. So, and back, he would pop a top. What are you drinking? You know, John. PBR. Then it reminded me of PBR Street Gang from the uh, movie Apocalypse Now. Uh huh. That's the boat that they're on, right? PBR Street Gang. Right. So, and what I do, I always felt like I'm the guy on a mission somewhere doing whatever. You know, so because I worked at the Merck facility there in Bicester, uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, then one down for Merck in North Carolina. So, <coughs> first hand knowledge. Yes. Yeah. So that facility up in Fisher, Kalamazoo, Michigan, just so happened UPS was building a great big hub that they could uh, deliver all the refrigerated needs. Okay. Just so happened that it happens right at the apex of all this. It takes years to get this thing planned and built, and you know, designed and then built, but it all came together at the same time. Hmm. What a coincidence. Yeah. So I go down to, to Merck right there in Durham where it all started in that UNC Chapel Hill. So anyway, and the, everyone knew when it happened. That, oh yeah, we knew where that all went. When they when they enforced that no uh, 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 gain of function testing, they sent it all to Canada. Okay. Everyone there at Merck knew where it was going. They said, oh yeah, that went to this, this facility in Canada and the Chinese stole it and took it over to Wuhan. Everyone knows now, though, that Fauci just sent all that shit over there, right? So, but there's a lot of money, and you know, the more you dig into it, the Department of Defense, they fund everything. 
So I, I quit Jacobs to work for another company, right? Doing the same thing, life sciences. So for this other company in Lenore, they were starting a, a co-pack facility. They would take the frozen mRNA, right? Thaw the cubes out, right? And then they would package it in either vials or injectors, right? The injectables. This used to be a flea market. The DOD is funding this freaking facility. It used to be a flea market to put pharmaceutical We saw them come through, you know? The, the uniforms and all that. And it's like, dude, <laughs> So that's why I switched jobs and I work in uh, Columbus, Ohio now. Vitamin C gummies. I can get behind that. Yeah, no kidding. Vitamin C gummies. Hey, that ain't hurting anybody. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Not yet, yeah. Don't thank you for ruining it. You have to really overdo it on the vitamin C to get any negative response. Unless they put something else in it. Well, fair, yeah. I'm going to give you something to drink since Yeah, me too. Me too. Because we don't want to have those funds here. Everybody's giving. We have $10 or $20. With $10, you get two raffles. With $20, you get five. Tickets. Five tickets. And we pick up the first ticket. The whole amount we get, one person will get it, whoever his ticket is. And they use it from the damehood, knighthood, or whatever they are. The second prize this time is going to be a growl with a beer of, of your choice. Like, of your choice. Oh, wow. Usually we have a wine basket, but this time since we're in a brewery, we have that as a present and second prize. The other thing too, because some have to leave early, is we want to get your hello to John and Adam. So when you, if you need to leave early, come see me at one point. Just to record your name and you're yeah. here to be part of the recording. If you haven't heard, Adam loves our recordings, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so don't screw it up. This yeah. woman over here, yeah, Annette is the one who does a great job. Together. Yeah. So, Adam and Tina, they have said they're going to visit us. We have asked them to give us some time to plan things out. The plan is when they come, probably it's going to be a Saturday for everybody to be able to come, Saturday afternoon. As soon as we know where what, we're gonna send the emails out. Can, can I get can I get a show of hands? How many people would come to like a two p.m. Saturday meetup? Bravo. Okay. Two thirty-three. Can I have three o'clock? Three o'clock. Two thirty. Well, if you're, if you're Saturday, because Saturday's like a big, like, yeah, so you want to kind of get it before that. For next month, yeah. which we don't think it's going to be next month because they said they have to go first to Tennessee. The day that and Adam's I know, teeth are still getting better. Yes, he, he doesn't he doesn't seem it's going to come next month. The day that I know for sure I'm free is February 19th. Is that working for everybody? It's before President's Day. Is, is everybody doing stuff for he President's said, Day? Yeah. Oh, man. As long as it's not on <laughs> President's Day. Yeah, count votes. Yeah, count, yeah, count, well, so, count every vote. Is that working for everybody? Is there any issues it, with the, the 19th? Does the 19th of February work for most of you? No. For now? Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll have but that's what we're looking for. You can put it on your you calendar. You need to go um, check out the meetups that are up there then. Yeah. Because well, it's Saturday or Sunday? Or friend up Sunday for now. Oh, you'd say Sunday. Oh, okay. Nineteen. That's only when Adam and Tina come. We're going to change the day. Oh, I can't. Sunday. And it's easier to find a day. Well, so when John and Adam, or when Adam and Tina come, we're going to do it on a Saturday. That was the question. 
yeah. but we don't know when they're coming yet. Whenever they're coming, we're available. Yeah. 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 Okay, listen up. We're, if you want to do the raffle, here's how it works, okay? Two tickets minimum, $10. If you have $20, you can get five tickets. So, okay. yes, please come over, and then, yeah. and then we can do it so you can win your stuff. Yeah, come on, come over here. And like I said, if you want, if you have to leave early, sometimes, sometimes. Uh, in fact, Cindy, you want to, you want to be the um, guinea pig here? Okay. Also, also, if you win, we'll catch we'll you, know. of course, and you're just gonna have to send us something you want to say. You know, you know the drill. I know the drill. You know the drill. Yes. Mandated stretches. Mandated stretches. Yeah. 20 minutes. So one of the superintendents was very bright. He said, you know, we did however many man hours times 20 times this. They spent half a million dollars to save $250,000 for soft tissue injuries. Anyway, so we're at the GM plant there in Fort Wayne Truck and Bus, right? And uh, no, it was the one I did in Oklahoma City. That's now shot two years later yes. and shipped to Mexico. Yes, exactly. Of course. So we were probably because of this bullshit here, right? Yes. So they had this. Trip. They don't. They don't spend. $250,000 on soft tissue injuries down in Mexico, no, I guarantee you. No, no, I guarantee you. <laughs> this was $1997. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. 2000. It was 2000, yeah, right before. Yeah, right before 9-11. So what's funny is, so we, um, one of the safety guys said, hey, I think that iron worker's drunk. Why? During his stretches, stretching exercise, you had to hold your one foot up and hold the other foot up. Dude, he was still under. It was like he couldn't couldn't balance it. So we, we we called that instead of stretching exercises. It's the uh, iron worker drug test, the field sobriety test. Yeah, for, yeah. for the iron workers. Yeah. I never forgot that. I thought it was hilarious. That's funny. I uh, I've only ever worked one union job, and it was uh, it was painful, man. It's like, can you just let me work without interrupting and so, like making me take a break when I don't need one or I want one? I told Colleen that was my last UAW job. Uh -huh. I said if anyone calls me to do any UAW, big three, board, you know, kick me right square in the ball. Yeah. Because that's what it's like working there. They, they were mean. Well, I switched from, so I was looking for something to do for the winter, and I've got friends who are, uh, they're part of the stagehands union here. So in every major city, there's a stagehands union. I did not know that. And it's, uh, you know, for every concert, every event. Yes, the roadies. Here yeah. go. Well, so there's, there's the road guys, and then there's the local guys. Yeah. And when it's a big event, Sometimes it'll be 200, 300 hands uh, required to set up and tear down. And so I got on the list or whatever. I went and did a few jobs. Hated it because it's like I, being self-employed most of the year, I don't have to ask permission to go take a leak or smoke a cigarette. or I do what I want. I do what I want when I want. And it was like I just hated all the rules and everything. Uh, but it was the compliance attitude that got to me, like, you know, I don't know. There's no room for uh, free thought, you know. It's not, it's not the Matrix, Colleen. 
Oh, Trinity. Trinity. Yes. yes. My name is Colleen. Yes. Dame Trinity, yeah. <laughs> of the pie cake. Of the pie cake. I actually, instead of the pie cake, is typically people just layer cakes with a pie in the center. I actually bake a cake, a bake a pie inside of it. Is this a Fort Wayne thing that I don't know about? It's a Pinterest thing. Okay. But people usually just hollow out a cake that they've already made. Somebody's got a pizza. In, or pie inside of it. I actually bake a pie inside of a cake. Sounds complicated. It's really tasty. <laughs> yeah. Like anyway. a chocolate cake with a cherry pie inside, or a blueberry pie with a lemon cake. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Sounds like alchemy to me, yeah. <laughs> You know, when John would, when the Borac would pop a top, he said, what are you drinking, John? Oh, PBR. I think, oh, my uncle used to drink that you know? And it got me to remember, you know, PBR Street game from Apocalypse Now. So, because that was the boat thing, you know, anyway. So it's, and that's just how I feel, just doing what I do in construction at the different facilities that I've been to. I'm still in Saigon. Yes, I know. Pfizer. Shit. I'm still at Pfizer. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. You're still at Pfizer. Shit. Drew, are you part of the Fort Wayne crowd too? No. Or? No? I'm down here. All right. I'm Mike. I'm Drew. I'm Mike. Like yourself. Are you from? He's a spook. You down from Fort Wayne or you? Nope. Nope. I'm here. Yeah. yeah we've been, Cindy and I, she has left. We, we had talked about it for a year to get one organized, and then they pulled it off first, so. Beat you to it, huh? Which worked well, especially with those recording capabilities. Right. Oh, I know. Huge difference. Does he oh, do a God. show, or is that all just for this? He used to do. The company he worked for. He used to do um, internal um, interviews with like the VPs and everything, and okay. put it on their website. Really? Gotcha. That was like a side hobby he picked up, and so he just had all the equipment already. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and I guess there's one lady over there. Yes. She does the, re she does the, um, she does the mixing. The mixing? Yeah. Because she's a DJ. Really? Huh, so, cool. Yeah, they, um, they, they All right. really take it off with it. Drew, are you from Indianapolis? I can caramel. Okay. So, All right. So, if you don't mind me asking, I'm 57. How old are you? I'm 56. All right. So, graduated. So, where did you go to high school? Well, I went to high school in Hammond, Northwest Indiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. The region? What, the region? Yep. yep. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Everybody knows where the region is. Yes, we do. Sometimes that's not always, that's a pejorative. <laughs> oh, you're from the region. Oh, okay. The um, Bob and Tom. Remember when Bob and Tom came on the radio? It was like 1982. I was a senior in high school, 1983. Did you ever listen to Bob and Tom? I lived down here in the late 90s. Oh, really? We didn't have it in Northwest Indiana. See, we were right on the branch. So we went to, we went to Clinton Central. I went to Clinton Prairie. Little bitty 
There was 68 kids that graduated with where the Frito Lay plants at. Yes. My my best friend growing up, his stepdad ran that plant. No way. He would drive from Westfield to Frankfurt. No way. We all the chocolate you could want. Oh my God. We would get all the all the experimental foods. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder I, I shun away experimental anything anymore. But uh, right. when I was like eight years old, yeah, we'd get like the Cheetos that turned your tongue green. Like, right, right, like right, six right. months before they'd hit the market, we thought we were the coolest okay. kids in school. Raffle tickets. Yes, she got it. Okay. We're good. We're good. But anyways, that's yeah, why I know field, about. We took field trips to the Frito Lay plant. I always, I kept, I begged. His name was Dave, my buddy's stepdad. I was like, give me a big bag of that flaming hot seasoning. I just want to have it. On, uh, put it on my food whenever I want. You know, the flaming hot Cheetos stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never got that bag of flaming hot. So, see, when we went there, it was a spray on cheese. It was a liquid cheese they sprayed on. Sprayed on. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a spray on. Yeah. So, I did. So, in my career in construction. Um, did a job at Troy, Ohio, at the Slim Jim facility, right? Uh-huh. And they were having to boost capacity because they blew up the plant. No shit, they blew it up in North Carolina, killed two guys. Um, but anyway, I absolutely love working there. You want to know what goes into Slim Jim's? <laughs> what goes into Slim Jim's? I'm thinking it's a lot of genitals. No, 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 no. The worst part was mechanically separated chicken. It comes in big plastic bags. It's gray. It's it's a paste. It's everything except the feathers and the beaks. I'm just saying. But no, they said, oh yeah, we, we had to approve our recipe because we were putting too much of the other stuff. And they would reject all the meat because it's got beef and pork and chicken. They would reject the, the frozen freaking cubes that had eyeballs and shit like that in there. Oh no, we don't think eyeballs. It's like, dude. Oh, that's where all the nutrients I'm are. Just saying, you know, what, you know what pink slime is, right? So they steam all that, you get it all, bone marrow, everything like that. It's still beef. I mean, it, in, a, in a legal sense. In a legal sense, it was part of the cow. Well, I do buy the ones that uh, that say like 100% beef. Yeah. But even that, it's like beef from what? Here we go. No eyeballs. Somebody donate a hundred dollars. <laughs> Whatever if you want to make it a different amount that we're gonna put in your name. Okay? Yes. No, three thirty three. I think three three hundred. Okay, yeah. Whoever wins can tell us if they want something extra. Okay. Okay. Got a special number. Yep, 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 yep. And then we'll so, contact you about you know what we, what you want to say to John and Adam. Okay, yes. This will be an executive I'm okay. short from being a knight, so I need to be I could use Chelsea it. Chelsea has been hired by Pricewaterhouse to do this drawing. I started probably five years. Right. I listen to a lot more than cable. Okay. Six six seven. Woo! Seven zero. Yeah. Nine two. Nine two. Right key. Yes. Oh! Yes. Makes them a night. You yep. wanted the growler, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm $200 short of being a night, so. 
Options are pretty limitless. Yeah. Um, the problem in my office, we clean it, we put it back in the creek, cleaner than the creek, yet everyone thinks it's poop. Oh, yeah. The whole staff talks about yeah, poop. Yeah, yeah. So you work at the Indianapolis wastewater? No, um, Carmel or? Trico, it's west half of Carmel, east half of Zionsville. Is that the one at like 86th and Allisonville? No, or? we're back off of Mayflower Park Drive. Because there was the one that always smelled bad That's driving Carmel's. past it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, That's Carmel's, it's terrible. Ever since, I have memories as a kid of being like, are we going past the fart station? That's what we call it. <laughs> The night of the black water or something. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. That's not that's not as on the nose as it could be. Uh oh, Zach, you got your jacket on. What does that mean? Well, I was, was going to say, did I miss the smoke break? No, I just I had to go out and hit the bait for a minute. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I told you in Columbus yesterday, we were there and the, yeah, the, the guy, guy said, said, hey, I gotta go get high, yeah. see you in a bit. He didn't even make a euphemism about it? No. He's like, that's called a safety meeting, asshole. <laughs> Don't ruin it for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's universally a safety meeting. We all know this. It's, uh, really? I did not know that. In the, blue, in the blue collar world, if somebody calls a safety meeting, it means everybody's getting stoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First out of high school, I did tree work for seven years. I was climbing. I gradually, I about two and a half years in, I started climbing. I was going to say, you got you to gotta earn the you gotta, stripes yeah. for that. Yeah. I mean, some guys don't. My, one of my buddies started climbing his third weekend. which I, jumped, I, I jumped right in it. Yeah. I, which I wasn't thrilled about. I was on his. He was one of my, he's still one of my best friends. So when you say that, do you put the spikes on? Do you climb the tree like that? So it? spikes, you um, only, only use spikes if you're removing the tree. Okay. Because it'll damage the tree. So trimming is... Um, 
whole trimming is what I think is most impressive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have like the guy that most bikes. I know. I know. So two of my buddies, they're both brothers, EJ and Jason. Um, actually, so the, the ISA, International Society of Arts, um, they put they have chapters the Colorado, whatever, all throughout the country. Right. Um, they put on competitions once a year. Yep. I went out two years ago to the Midwest chapter. It was in Wichita. And uh, it's it's insane. It's the things these guys can do. Like they have four qualification challenges, and then they have the masters climb. Yep. And my buddy did well enough in the first four. He placed. He did the masters. Won the masters. I mean, he's it's just a wizard up there. I'm so no, what, are the, what are the four categories? So um, there's aerial rescue. Yeah. They hang a dummy up there. You got to get up. You got. Go. And there's so many. There's like a, a whole procedure list. Like you got to go through and act it out as if it were a real life situation like no there's no power lines down can you uh we're at 867 east street call call the ambulance let them know we need assistance um and you call up say hey you know talk to your ground guys hey what's his name up there jack all right hey jack can you hear me all right jack's on responsive so you got to set your rope get up there Get them down safely. Right. Assess the situation. So uh, on that, like like in a harness, the the dummy is. The yeah. Dummy's in a harness. You got about 20 minutes. If you're hanging I, there, I think 20 minutes. They give you actually less than that. They give you like they give you like seven minutes. It will it will cut your shit. They give you like seven minutes to get up there and yep. get down. Yep. Um, and like they'll do things like the one I went to. They had they put red duct tape around his arm yeah. to indicate like a, an injury. A, an injury. Yeah. So the guys went up. They tied a tourniquet. They yep. brought him down. Got him to the ground. Um, then there's the uh, there's the what else? Was the throw ball. Usually there's a throw ball challenge where they'll tie they'll put white tape, yellow tape, and red tape on three different crotches in the tree. And you got to hit the target. One if you, yeah. And it's like the white's one point, yellow's two points, red's three points. Yeah. Um, then there's the speed climb where they hang a bell 60 foot up, you get the tie in, you go up, and you got to hit it as fast as you can. You get up there and hit the bell as fast as you can. Then there's the work climb, which is similar to the Masters Challenge, but the difference is they have a line already set. You can climb up to the top. Once you're up at the top, you ring the bell. That's when your time starts, and you have so many different. There's other bells hung throughout the canopy of the tree. You got to move. That you got to go through. Get ring the bell. They got like buckets of sticks where you grab the stick. They got a zone taped off on the ground. You got to throw it into that zone. And then there's the masters where you got to set your rope once again, and it, it kind of combines all of the rest of them. They got three different tape, uh, sections taped off, where if you hit this one, you get five points starting off. And you got to get up there. You got to ring as many bells as you can and hit the ground and get your system out of the tree within eight minutes. You have eight minutes to do that. And my buddy wanted it. Was yeah, he's he's a wizard. Cool, man. Yeah, he's a wizard. Yeah, I, I did some uh, orchard work. So, like, pruning trees no taller than 25. 20 foot. Yeah, 20, you know. 25 foot. Yeah. But it was a historic orchard, so it was a lot of restoration pruning. Gotcha. We were taking, like, 30 40% out of some oh, of these yeah. trees. They well, hadn't been on cut. Orchards, for, yeah, on orchards, that's how you get the fruit to produce. Well, these yeah. hadn't been cut for 10 years. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, but uh, we had a gal, you know, we were all interns. I just happened to be the most... Uh, capable of the bunch and commonsensical yeah, yeah. so like I knew how to operate the machinery and the chainsaws and the lifts and yeah. stuff 
because I, I just, whatever, I've done shit like yeah, that. Yeah. This gal uh, had never really worked in blue collar or anything or whatever. She wanted to get up in the bucket and trim some trees. And, and I'm like, equal opportunity, right? Like, hey, I, you know, a woman can do anything. Uh, you know, who am I to say, if you want to go, go ahead. I, I'm not your boss. Right. So she gets in the boom lift. Exactly. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm on equal footing with you. I, you know, right, right, right. So whatever you want to do. But she gets in the boom lift. You know, it's like a brontosaurus fucking thing. And uh, she, you know, lifts it up. The thing's got hand controls and foot controls, yep. right? Yep. She gets up there. She's kind of like reaching out, out of the bucket to trim a branch with a pair of yeah. hoppers. Yeah. And she accidentally steps on one of the pedals. Oh, no. and drop. See, you would think, okay, yeah. if someone had used their brain designing this machine, yeah. you step on the pedal, it should go down. down. It went down. It went up. And so she gets pinned her arm like between the bucket and a branch about this big around. And she's screaming bloody freaking murder. I'm on the ground like shit. I throw the hatch open on the machine, hit the kill switch, there's a there's an override, lowered it down. Her arm didn't break, but two, three days later it was all yellow and black and bruised. Oh, I've never seen a nastier bruise in my whole life. It's like that's why you don't fuck with hydraulic pressure, man. man. Hydraulics are not one of the best. No, (laughs) guys have been tubes for that same reason. That exact reason. We had an equipment malfunction, and the young guy did it. Pinned the old guy up into this pipe rack. He's 80 feet in the freaking air, and you know they're supposed to PM these things on a daily basis. This hadn't been PM for six fucking months. Right, man. So this young kid's freaking out. He's pinched the old dude. It's like, oh my god. And the ground controls wouldn't work. Then it was a big freaking investigation. It's called fact finding. We're not going to assess blame to anyone. Bullshit. Bullshit. We're looking for someone somebody. to pin this on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to blame it on somebody. Right, yeah. And, you know, not having that, that freaking JLG PM for six months. Not good. Not good. Well, this thing, this machine probably hadn't been no. inspected. This right. Was, this was the National Park Service. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a very, very small, underfunded park at that. Exactly. And so this, I mean, it was an ancient machine. Yeah. I'm lucky those ground controls yeah, worked. Oh, yeah. 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 I got stuck. Right, because it was so damn old, there yeah. wasn't a single electronic gizmo on I know. Machine, I know. You know. Sometimes better. better. I, yeah, sometimes it's better. The funny, the irony is the more safety features, often the less safe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. today's cranes, they're in same with everything that they have oh they dude. will not allow you to overreach and they will do all that. No, the yeah. guys that you they cannot they cannot they have the parameters are so narrow and your charts are all right there oh you know like God, usually yeah. like on the old cha- cranes the chart was there yeah but like you had to be able to look at it it was like mounted to the side it yeah. wasn't digital right. you looked at it and it yeah. would tell you if you're extended at a 30 degree angle, 150 foot, you can only pick up 1,200 pounds. So much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, like, it's like, okay, you are already at a 30, at 150, you, you, like, we won't let, alarms will go off if we feel 1,200 pounds of pressure on your ball. Yeah. No, 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 I got this, I got this. So I'll just tell you one really quick story. I'm doing a job in Marion, Ohio, Marion, Indiana. Okay. Okay, I'm on an old lull. They let the on-site project manager run equipment. Mistake number one, because I love to run equipment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> that's that's it's where you hard. get your jollies off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got this 40-foot lull, right? That, that okay, 
on the low root of this this 300,000 square foot bakery we're doing on the Edmond building, right? There's a low root. So I get there early and the, the clean crew doesn't do what they're supposed to do overnight. So I'm pissed because I had to rip that guy's ass because it's like, you didn't get this done. We can't work today because blah, 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 blah. So I'm pissed. So I go fire up the wall, right? There's been running because I'm warming it up. And I got to get the tippy dumpster up to that lower roof, right? So that we can get the shit off. Yeah. All right. So I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, all right, we just poured that sidewalk. I don't put the outriggers down. I'm just, mother stinking. <laughs> so, so I got the tippy dumpster. I roll up there, <clears throat> up and out and out. All of a sudden I'm thinking, I wonder how, because that's a big, pretty big tippy dumpster. And I'm kind of saying, I wonder, oh, shit. Start feeling it go. <laughs> oh, I pull the back stick in, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, oh, too late. It was already, oh, <laughs> man. I miss the front of the building, brand new facility by a foot. I'm sitting like this. The very first thing I do, look around, who oh, saw it? No, am I clear? Yep, yep. It's 6.30, it's still dark, and no one saw me. So you use the hydraulics to tip it back? So I stick in, so so I can feel it go, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. So anyway. I was instantly a lot, a lot better mood. I wasn't nearly as pissed at the, the cleaning guy. It's like, dude. I guess I could fuck up too, yeah. So yeah, the yeah. superintendent, Bert Ledbeater from Arizona, ex- I left that tippy dumpster in the mud right there. He comes in, he says, what mother stinker left that tippy? You just, yeah, Bert, I don't know, man. I, somebody, oh, I don't know what happened. Because I put that low away, it's like, there's no way I'm going to take the fall for this, because he's such a dick. Anyway, no. so yeah, I like the old piece of the equipment, because there was no, there was no alarm, there was nothing telling me that, hey, look, you're about, you're about ready to make a tip up. Well, it's, I think it's like the, um, trying to get rid of a uh, gas stoves thing. Yeah, yeah, they oh, want yeah. to put a computer chip in every goddamn thing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's why I don't want the uh, I don't no. want the uh, Nest Home no. thermostat. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. they would give the me ring this. doorbell. Yeah. Give me an old-fashioned knocker on the yeah. door. I don't need no ring doorbell. So it's yeah. the same thing with you yeah. know there in North Carolina. They said, hey, we'll 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 cut your electrical bill by thirty dollars if you let us control this and that at peak right. hours. No, 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 thanks. No, yep. you come yes. back. It's like. It's 85 degrees in your house because it gets hot in North Carolina. Well, they did that in Colorado. They were like, no, we gotta, we gotta stop. They did that yeah. in Texas. When yeah. Got, yeah. That's why I'll never own an electric car. I, mean, I, I, you know, never say never. I would, I would get one, but I have to have a backup. I gotta have something gas. Ideally, something with a carburetor. Yeah, yeah. Get yourself a little dirt bike or something Dude. as a last resort. Yes, exactly. Seriously, well, I, I mean, know. I would get or a scooter one just or tooling around town because, yeah. like, when the diesel, when this, when diesel went to five forty a gallon, I was like, this, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, yeah. I bought, I bought a little motorcycle that got about seventy miles to the gallon. Unfortunately, sold it because I ran out of money. Yeah. Wrote a novel. Went broke, sold the motorcycle. It's a tale as old as time. (laughs) What kind of motorcycle? Uh, It was a little dual sport uh, on off road guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. TW200. Okay. Great little bike. 200cc, yeah, 300 yeah. pounds, yeah. 70 to the gallon, can go over anything, climb any hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm basically going to go, I bought it brand new two years ago for five grand, rode it for two years, put 3,500 miles on it, 
sold it for forty two hundred. Yeah. Oh, owned it for eight hundred dollars yeah. for two years. Yeah, so I'm just gonna go buy another brand new one. Yeah, you know they they, they hold their values. So. Did they do the raffle? Yeah. yeah, you lost. Yeah, you didn't get. It. <laughs> you got knighted. Okay. Yep. Yep. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, Trev got the the got growler. The growler. Yeah. I was going to say, if you want to hear about the best safety meeting I've ever had, okay. best, worst, I don't know, it depends on your perspective, but I was working with these stagehands, like I mentioned, and we were hanging the signs for... Is the do you mean the stagehands, they actually do drugs? No, well, this is alleged. Okay. This whole right. story is... Allegedly. Um, technically speaking, this is fiction. Yes. Okay? All right. Just like but my I novel. It. It's yeah. not, none of it's true. Right. Wait, yeah, wait. yeah, yeah. But this guy uh, that I'm working with, I'm the ground guy he's operating the lift right we're hanging signs in this uh convention center for the pri racing show and uh these are big signs you know like circular signs that hang 40 feet in the air and we got to go up to the rigging to the rafters to, to you know hang cables and stuff now my job is exclusively to be on the ground and be the safety right eyes right, right. make sure nobody gets run over at one point though like he, he says hey man you want to like learn how to work the machine yeah sure and so i get in there with him now, he's harnessed up i'm not and uh he said you know so here's how it works blah blah, blah. he gives me the controls and he says uh he says, how about we go touch the ceiling i'll show you how how high this thing goes you know, get a feel for it all right cut her off right. no more okay but he takes me all the way up in between the girders, rafters, whatever you want to call them, and we touch the ceiling, and I'm like kind of sweating. I don't, I don't, I'm not afraid of heights, but I don't care for them. Oh, I don't either. And uh, and it's this thing's kind of oh, I know, swaying. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it feels totally unnatural. It does. And um, and he's like, all right, you want to get stoned? Uh, and we're 70 feet in the air. Oh, I know. And and I, you know, don't get me wrong, I love smoking pot, but. You know, I took one toke. I'm like, buddy, I don't need any more of any of this. Take me back down. Uh, I'm like, I want to get two feet on solid earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked climbing. Like, I like actually being tied in with the rope better yeah. than bucket truck. Yeah. And I think the I got scary. I got shied away because I was six months in. Wasn't even doing tree work. I got sent with the bucket to a job. We had hung some Christmas lights for a lady. Uh, and we got a windstorm, came through, knocked down a couple strands. So I was over there in the neighbor's driveway, parked, uh, went up. I was with a, a guy on the ground. He was unexperienced, didn't know what he was doing. I was up there. The hydraulic line blew in my control panel up top. Yeah. So just I had shooting no, hot oil. I was just shooting a six foot fountain of hydraulic <laughs> straight up in there. Um, every time I hit, every you. time I hit the throttle, it was just soaking me. So I'm like, oh okay. I was yelling down to him. I'm like, hey, get me down. He was like, I don't know how. I'm like, look, there, I, it was an old top kick, GMC top kick yep. bucket truck. Um, I was like, look, there's a button. You, you got to hold it in. That disengages my drive, engages your drive. Hold it in. There's, there's four knobs that you have to control me to get down. Yep. He couldn't figure it out. And I was like, well, fucking fine. Call the mechanic. Get him out here. Get me on the ground. Um, so we finally got him out. But by the time they got me about 10, 12, 15 foot off the ground, there was no more hydraulic fluid. It's out. So I, I was stuck right there. So we had to set a ladder up. I had to hop out of the bucket onto the top of the ladder. 
and That's just climbed. Right it there. was yeah, it was sketchy. I was I mean I was tied in, but still, I was not having it. So ever since then, I'm like, I'm good on the buckets. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather climb. climb. Yeah. I mean, I like the buckets. I know they're safe. They're set up pretty well to where you're not going to get hurt. But like you said, the feeling of like. It's just really rocky Shifty. back and forth. Yeah. All right, so we met. I was very young. She's got a horse. That's great. I rode motorcycles. I drive cars. I do all this kind of stuff. I absolutely hate riding horses. Really? Because of that reason. I cannot. It's like there is this animal with a will and mind of its own. It'll do whatever, whenever, oh, I, whatever. I could ride a horse Oh, way before getting on no, a bucket. I like yeah. No, I don't either. It's way too big. No. So anyway, so well, I actually worked at a guest ranch, and uh, I was taking the kids' horseback riding. Okay. And you know, it was like one of these all-inclusive yeah, yeah, yeah. resort type yeah, places. Yeah. So I was a kid wrangler. Right. And blast of a job. Kids can pick up horseback riding like that. The parents they had to worry about because yeah. they're stiff and yes. uncomfortable. Yeah. Afraid. And the horse is going. Yeah. Okay, they're scared. The Why kids am I scared? are just like, woo, let's go. You know, yeah. And the horse is like, this is fun. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, they're relaxed. Well, the funny thing was, as a kid wrangler, is the certain horses prefer kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Certain horses won't tolerate kids. But basically, all the kids would pick their horses from the kid horses. Yeah. And then us adult wranglers would end up with whichever horses were yeah. left. Yeah. And half of them did not want a full grown human on their yeah. back. Right. So I had, I, my mortal enemy was this horse called Strawberry. And it every time it tried to buck me. I, I, I could have joined the damn rodeo after that summer. Maybe. I could probably. A what? Most of them were. Most yes, of them were. In an app, probably. Well, it was, uh, it was, might have been Appaloosa. I don't, I don't know my uh, breeds or whatever. It was like a speckled reddish Yep, that's coat. a strawberry round. Yep. That's yeah. why they call it yep. a strawberry. Strawberry, yep. My favorite horse, though, Comanche, was the ugliest son of a bitch. Shortest, squattiest, but Paint. fast as hell. Painter Pinto? It was like ugly gray and brown and black splotchy. Wow. Like, yeah, it looked a like a freaking. Uh, it looked like a inbred, like oh, you know, yeah, yeah, ugly yeah. ass it's horse. A mutt. It looked like a mutt. It's a mutt. But it was literally the second fastest horse yeah. on the ranch for they God knows what are, reason. Right? My feet would almost touch the ground in the it spurs. Like Smarty. It was yeah. so oh, fast. What was Nathan's horse? Oh, that was a Tennessee Walker. Oh. Anyway. But I trust an animal more than I trust a machine, generally. That's my point. Because yeah. an animal... Not going to put itself in danger. Well, an animal doesn't just break unexpectedly. You know what I mean? Like well, mechanical failure. I don't know. Oh, now. Anywho, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step outside for a minute. I'll be right back. For a safety break? Safety meeting. All right. I'm not there. Well, we don't need names. We'll stay perfectly anonymous. We'll just say you're one of the leaders of this here gathering. I'm not a leader. But well, you're 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 part of the royalty at least. Actually, okay, I got something to say. But, okay, so let me know when you're ready. I am. Oh, yeah. oh, the red light is on. Yeah, the red light's on. Right. Yeah. Well, we have to tell a story about Mike because he brings my wife, or he shows up at one of these wonderful meetings with the largest group of asparagus starks, or whatever they're called. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, who loves asparagus? I do. So, But my wife, who pr wants to get involved with everything, goes, yeah, and I'll plan it. 
Well, I hate to tell them the bad news, but... Did it never get planted? It never got planted. And That's it okay. Dri- it dried out. That's but okay. It was... The stalks didn't taste all that good after I boiled them. Well, I wouldn't no, eat no, the... No, 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 no. You no, don't no, eat the roots. No, 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 no. yeah, yeah. You want to eat the shoots. I, I was so excited that she was going to have her own asparagus plants. Well, if you ever want to try again, there's yeah, yeah, more yeah. There's more where that but came from. He was yeah. so nice. And I, that's the first time I met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, what a wonderful individual. Well, so, if you're going to bring anything to a party, you might as well be live plants oh, that yeah, people yeah, can yeah, take yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And... But I'd never seen asparagus, you know, plants or before. So yeah, they're kind of wild, aren't they? I thought they came in a can. They're kind of weird. Yeah. They're kind of weird no, plants. They're, yeah. great. they're great. They're great. So uh, I'll ask you this: okay. What do you think it is about No Agenda that makes it possible to gather a group of misfits like this? Like, is there some kind of magic involved, or you think John and Adam like have some kind of secret? Uh, no, formula I, I, or something. I think John and Adam are, are good administrators. See, you know, um, but the main thing is nobody trusts anything. You know, you can't trust what's going on. So we decide to trust the other people who have no trust instead of having nothing to trust. In. I don't trust you. No. <laughs> wow. I, I'm sitting here going, you can say what you want, but sure. you know, but no, it's like when they decipher the 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 news and that's what they basically do and they have a good time doing it and we have a good time repeating what they say yeah 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 so i was joking earlier it's like is it a cult i don't know i don't care it's a good cult if it is so yeah hey Uh, i wouldn't yeah yeah yeah. that's Uh, until they tell us to start drinking the kool-aid i think we're cool we're cool all right but no i think i i just think the no agenda crew the community around it's impressive actually it's 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 a great it's a great mix of people I'm hoping to almost emulate what they're doing with my own show, right? I would love to, at some point, you know, maybe have like a festival for my listeners, people to, you know, time to get together. Uh, I've said to people that I've gotten to know in various ways, like, it's not that much fun to just know people on the internet. Like, you got to get together, have some drinks, hang out, have a good time. So, anywho. But, you know, the main thing is, it's like... You got an old retired fart sitting here, and we got a guy that grows asparagus. You know, what a different combination. Uh, and we may have never met were it not for Adam and John. Unless, so. unless you're at some asparagus farm that had girls with <laughs> yeah. good looking girls. You know, I might have stopped that. That doesn't sound like the worst business model. Oh, maybe no, we should, no, yeah. Maybe we should explore you that. Got, yeah. You got to bring a couple. Okay. okay. Well, hey, I appreciate it. Good talking. And, uh, I'll, I'll hit the pause. Okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> In the morning! Sir, can I do it? Okay. I was waiting for the pause. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is, this is for real life. One, two, three. In the morning! Oh, it's better because Ted was there. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't get a harumph back. Oh. It's, All right, uh, so. Uh, What's your name and what are you doing here? Uh, so I, I'm Spencer and I'm here for the tits. There's lots of beautiful tits everywhere, right? Everybody I, should come to a No Agenda meetup. I, I, I should say I'm Spencer and I'm getting tired of all these tits. They're everywhere. If you love boobs, uh, come to No Agenda meetups. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> right, should I say there's boobs everywhere? Well, the funny then... thing is, I'm going to be sharing this on my podcast where most of my listeners have no idea about anything, no agenda related. Okay. So this is going to be a total, like, shit show, basically. But, no, I don't, it was his idea to talk about boobs. I think he's just, okay. he's single track minded. That's okay. all. So, so what do I say? <laughs> you don't have to say anything. I'll ask you, though, for real, like, how long have you been listening to No Agenda? And how'd you get started, all that? Since, uh, I think it was, like, 2014, 2015. So you're kind of old school. Yeah. yeah uh, I think it was, like, I can't remember exactly, but it was right before Trump, I think. And uh, I remember my friend was talking to me about it, and he was talking some, about, like, he heard something about how his body language was getting studied or something, and I think, like, they were talking about something like that on No Agenda, like how, how persuasive he could be and, like, okay. uh, something like that. Uh, yeah, so I think it was, like, right before Trump went into office. I can't remember exactly when it was. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know about the show till. COVID, you know, you know, and I think a lot of people came in, like, you know, after the Joe Rogan yeah. interviews and all that. Um, I'm, like, kind of trying to do the value-for-value value thing with my show, and so... I don't know. I'm grateful, because they're, like, paving the way for other podcasters. Uh, my goal is within maybe five years to have easy-peasy meetups since my podcast. Yeah, It'd be so cool to... I don't know, if the audience started getting together, you know, like, yeah, like we sure. are... Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's just funny to me how a show where all they're doing is breaking down the news could spur on like a legitimate movement of sorts, right? Maybe it shouldn't overhype it, but like, you know, it's cool, man. It's cool. You should look into uh, getting like an IRC channel. IRC? Yeah, like uh, Internet Relay Chat. Like, like No Agenda has the troll room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, there are people in there when it's live, but I've. Uh, but you can also go in there when it, if they're not live, and there's just people hanging out and talking. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to get like a community of people talking around your podcast, get a channel going, and then people can just join it and hop in and chat whenever, you yeah, know, when they're listening to the show or you know just talking about whatever. Are you indie based, or are you part of the Fort Wayne crowd? Or uh, I'm from Tipton. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, you out of here, man. Hey, it's good to meet you. Yeah. Right on, man. I appreciate it. That's probably all for now. Cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, mostly just uh, trying to catch, you know, a little bit from as many of these folks as I can. Yeah, for sure. We'll see how it turns out. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks. Thank you. All right. So it's Chelsea. Yep. All right. I'm Mike. Nice to meet you, Mike. Um, I'm kind of curious to get your impression of this weird group of people. Uh-huh. Do you have any idea, like, what? what we're all about or what brings us together. Um, ben told me that you are like a plant guy. I'm a plant guy, but You're that has nothing guy. to do okay. with any of With everybody the else. Rest. Um, that's about all I know. Is so, that you're a plant guy. So there's the show called No, no Agenda, Agenda that they basically break down the news and put it through a bullshit filter. Okay. Okay. And so everybody here are basically people that get their news from this one particular show. Okay. Um, and I guess it's, to me it's funny because it's like there aren't many podcasts that induce something like this, but No Agenda does only because what they're after is the truth. Right. So what you have here is essentially a bunch of conspiracy theorists. Ah. Uh-huh. I yeah. like that. Um, but as the person who just happens to be working this event, I don't know, it's like 
this room is for private events. Nine out of ten times, what? It's like wedding parties. Wedding and parties, yep. Um, a lot of funerals. Have you ever heard of a, a podcast meeting? No, this is our only podcast that we have here yeah. so far that I know of. It's so, for a while, so we'll see. Maybe before long there will be more. Because what I'm trying to do, I have my own show, right? right? So it's a little meta. The easy peasy. Easy peasy. I just followed you. Right on. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll see after you listen to an episode okay. or two, you might think I'm batshit crazy. I don't know. We but, all are. Uh, we all are. That's a good. So I, yo, I have no specific questions beyond that. I just think it's funny. Whenever we descend on a location like this, you know, we've done blind owl before, but we hop around to other places, and I always wonder like what the staff thinks of us. It's right. A, Don't it's, a, shit, do you? it's a good group of a mix, a good mix of people. Yeah. I wouldn't expect for like these different characters to go together so it's funny how we all have so much in common even though we're completely different people I like that have you ever been on a podcast before I have so I actually I have a candle company really yeah so I was on a podcast talking about um, how I started that so badass uh, we may have to like schedule a full interview at some point because a big a big part of what I try to do on my show is highlight entrepreneurs like you know people that make money yeah. doing cool stuff uh, I have dabbled in candle making so I oh. I, you know, I didn't do uh, very well but yeah you know. well takes practice yeah I think I overdid it on the lavender yeah. overdid it on the lavender oil that's uh, all <laughs> that'll happen to well, you well I tell you what I'm gonna settle my tab but I'll do one more beer yeah you got it appreciate no it no problem <laughs> All right, so what's the candle company? It's called Nightlights Company. Nightlights? Nightlights like, Company. Okay. All right. Um, I'm a night owl, and I make candles that are light. So, so nightlights. Nightlights. And you have a website? I have a, a website called nightlightscompany.com, and I sell from there as well. So. so it's a little personal question, but how much of your income is coming from that? None of it. None. <laughs> None of it. Well, so let's... I am um, strictly putting everything that I make back into the business uh -huh. to keep it growing and keep it moving. So I know how that goes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Sometimes after a weekend of working hard and doing like, um, I'll do events and like um, markets and stuff. I work so hard and I'm like, oh, I want to take some of this money, but got to funnel it back into the business so it can keep growing. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. I, I Makers and doers of all kind are like what I am all about. That's your so, jam? That's my I jam. I love it. Right all right. On. All right. Thank you much. Hello. You walk up to just anybody. She's a nice little girl. I got, I got a six-pack of beer and a bag of weed. Want to go out? Uh-huh. Okay. Enough said. That was your pickup. That was your pickup line. Now you gotta like present like you gotta present a clean bill of health, a vaccine card, you know, no STDs. I mean, that's if, if, you're, if your profile on Facebook is pretty cool, <laughs> yeah. Oh, trust me. Yes. Trust me. My Instagram does me no favors with the women because I talk about everything, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. I'm yeah. not going to get fucked by you. <laughs> like, well, hey, have fun with all the soy boys that, you know, that go with the programming. Yeah. Yeah, See what you get there. But it's, I don't understand it. You know? It's weird. It's weird. The, the internet thing is a part of it, though. There is an aspect of it where I know people, kids today, they don't like talking on the phone. They can't yeah, there's, the there's a fear of answering the phone, talking, talking, talking to people in general. Yeah. Like, that's like part of the game for me. That's I almost want to answer the random phone call to get that spam call and right. give, them a, give them a hard time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I, I, if they do answer, then 
I mess it up and just go crazy right right too fast. Right. It should be normal. Well, I, I get them to talk more. And then, you know, but what I'm saying is, even the flirting, I feel like that happens over text. If you can't, if you can't be charming via text messaging, you're fucked. You're out of luck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am not. I am like the Terminator. And I'm like, yeah. 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 Stop texting me. Like, can I can I buy you a cup of coffee? Yeah. No, we haven't texted long enough. You got a robot. It's very confusing because it used to be calling and it used to be about the things I could do with my voice. You know, it used to show that I have variety, that I have uh, right. uh, style, cadence, you know. That's not. No. Now it's like emoji. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Oh, that's I feel you. And I'm the late thirties. I've been I've been theorizing uh, this is just my yeah. my theory, whatever, based on my observations, but I almost think uh, it's become culturally unacceptable for a man to tell a woman no in a lot of ways so like and, and i'm not i'm not putting my dad down but i'll say from what i observed my mom was always right unequivocally no questions asked uh, I, I will agree with that 100 percent. and after 42 years of marriage i've always been wrong you've always been wrong She's always been correct but like then a boy grows up kind of seeing like this power dynamic between mother and father where dad kind of bows down to mom's wishes always yeah and then I understand. this yeah. this like feedback of like power struggle where the man has very little power in the relationship yo your job is to provide but not to talk not to not to push back not to say no your job is to not complain and do what you're told and blah 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 and I, I, I think there's like a ripple effect from that. Oh, it's yeah. And um, what the, the the sad part is, women want an assertive man. Right. They're looking for someone. And over time, we've been like conditioned to not be assertive. It's a bad. It's a bad cycle. I don't know. Damned if you do. Damned, damned if, if you don't. don't. Yeah. yeah. That's there's, right. There's things that have to be universal though. So I don't. I don't yeah. I mean, I can see how it's it's uh, gotten harder or whatever. Well, maybe the, the irony maybe, is... It's, it's always been that way. Women are always well, right. It, it, maybe so, but, but I think the, still, iron, the irony is, is when you say no, you actually turn them on. For sure. For sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Keep it in mind. It's like... Okay. It, the friends, the, 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 the friends, okay, friends of mine, not me. Friends of mine. Uh, <laughs> classic start. Yeah. yeah. You know a guy. You know a guy. I know a lot of A friend of yours has this problem, right? Oh yeah. It's like, well, of course, when you get older, it's like, half the girls are just dying to have fun. But they also have the same attitude as the guys. All right. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'll fuck you. And if, what's your name? <laughs> and it's just one it's like, what a way to spend my time. And I mean, that happened a lot.
But that was like, I have to get all the soaps in the ball park. I'm just going to put my hand in and go for it, you know? And it's like, great. Because how many times you wake up? Well, I don't know. I don't know about the young people. How many times you wake up? What's your name? And, and the answer is, take them to Starbucks. Because they put their name on the coffee. Ah, you order the coffee, you get the name. Clever. Who the fuck are you? Let's go to Starbucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One reason to go to Starbucks. Yeah. Probably the only reason. No, I mean, it's just really, really. And I mean, I don't look at sex as all that big a deal. I'm just shaking hands with a little post, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh huh. But uh, it's, it's just wild. It's like friends have moved down to the villages in Florida. You talk about they have two villages. Have, have you heard this? They have the biggest uh, sexual transmission. STDs. STDs. Yeah, yeah. I was telling you, Joe. The retirement homes. Yeah. 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 yeah, Lots of ED in retirement homes. I always thought it was kind of a jokey thing. But no, no, it's, it's true. And a friend moved down there and uh, it's, it's unbelievable. Then he went impotent. <laughs> Getting laid six he times he goes, a day. No. Yeah, and he, then, he, then he got the problem. He has the ED problem now. You know, oh, bummer. Old. Well, they got a pill for that. Oh, well, you got to take big pills and stuff. But uh, <laughs> um, it's like, so he, he lost the fire in the furnace, you know, time to no. But he goes, it was great for the first five years. <laughs> great while it lasted. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he, he, you get all these the cancers in the process. Well, you know, there's a there's something wrong when 80 plus year olds are fucking more than 20 year olds. Yeah, there there is. There That's really there's is. something to that. Yeah, yeah. Because it kills your fat. It's like, <laughs> no wonder I only have sex once a year. But my fat kills me. It takes two weeks to recover. Oh. If you see me in crutches, how was it? I got laser this time. <laughs> Worth it. I, 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 I watched Rod White. I'm into his type of movie. It is good, oh, yeah, yeah, right. it is good comedy. Yeah. 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 You almost halfway look like the dude. Oh, my God, my God. Just, a, just a little bit. You, yeah, yeah. Scar and whiskey, you're there. That's, that's, and 30 years of smoking to you know, catch yeah, up with yeah, the voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy it. No. Yeah. But he's down there. He's like, way down there, yeah. 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 <laughs> and his dick has one eye and ears, you know. It's like, why do you put up with it? Because she gives a great blowjob. His delivery is pretty fantastic, oh, yeah. I, I, I really enjoy him. Well, you had like go-go and and those bathing shirts when you were younger. They had oh, yoga yeah. pants, and we can't say anything about the yoga pants. Why would you? That's another difference. I'll let it ride. Yeah, you let it ride, but you can't say anything. Nice ass. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's your vagina. No, that's derogatory, don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just a compliment. But isn't that I'm on the other the way that women are more hornier now or desperate. I don't know. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna. Whatever you were saying earlier, I think there's like a little feedback from that where they're wearing like more provocative. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't wear that. What are you issues? No. No. I don't I tend to, I, I don't use like apps to hit on girls. I'll actually approach one. Right. And it is, I, you have to be obviously okay with being rejected. You know, it happens all the time. But half the time it's like a hostile rejection when all I'm trying to do is be friendly. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, woman. Like, 
Chill out, man. Actually, in my old age, I have more fun going to Lowe's or Home Depot in the summertime, spring, when the girls are buying plants and just stay out in the garden section. And they're all bending over and their tits are hanging out. <laughs> it's like, I'll do that on Saturday and Sunday all day long. Yeah. Swanee goes, where are you going? I'm going to Lowe's to buy a plant. Yep. Yeah. It took you five hours to pick out one plant? You should have seen these plants. <laughs> they, they were wonderful. Yeah. You know, I mean, those are those bumpy I, I love that in a woman when they just, and they know exactly what they know. And those are the ones you hit on. It's like, it's like, you can show me your tip all day long. You want to show me the other one that we can have some fun? Because, like, it's really funny that I'm on this side of the room and I'm on this side when you look at Julep. I think I want to get the real stuff. Can I look at your pistol? <laughs> She needs help. Yeah, you want help with that? Good. Oh, oh yeah. But yeah. 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 I, I love it. You know, go go up there. Sir, sir, I do do that. Well, the, the, the old parts of the thing. I, I was at the liquor store a couple days ago, and I'm checking out, and I see, I see, you know, old lady checks out in front of me. She goes out the door. You know, a guy. You know, maybe. Your generation, My age. your age, an old part, a guy, old part. Oh, 50, 60, you know, whatever, 70, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. But he, 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 he opens the door. We were, I was there. I was there. This woman looks 85, 90. I should really, really old. Impressive. She's even like, you know, still out and about. But he opens the door for her, and he sees her, and he doesn't hesitate. He says, "Let me carry the that bag for you." You know, he turns around, he walks her to her car, puts the bag in the trunk, does the, the chivalrous thing. If you if you offered that to a 25-year-old girl, oh she'd look at you like you were the oh, devil. She'd kill you. Nine out of ten times. You know, obviously, she doesn't need the help the way the old lady needs the help, but I, I just observed it, and I'm like, it was so automatic for that guy, and I felt like a touch of shame because my programming says, oh, don't do that. Like, they're, you know, they don't need your help. Like, have you ever held the, the door open for a lady and she, like, gives you the stink eye? Oh, it's happened a couple of times. too young, or if it's, oh, she's alone. It's weird. If she's got, like, a guy with or whatever, like, you're holding it for the family, or yeah, I've gotten the stink eye a handful of times. Stink eye, yeah. 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 Actually, when I, I always say beauty before age. Yeah. 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 And they're older. But there's a, a neighbor of ours, 82 years old, and she has like 3% body fat. She looks great. She walks. 20 miles a day. I mean, she walked, she's in fantastic shape. And I was at the post office, and she, I see this girl wearing these yoga pants. It looks great. <laughs> she turns around, it's my neighbor. You know, your face looks old, but from the back, it's like, damn. I, I think some of those yoga pants are like specially designed <laughs> I, to hold things. We can do a dog here. I would be. They, they show everything. Oh, they show things they shouldn't show. Yeah, yeah.
She's probably, she's probably glad to hear it, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, I mean, she does. From the backside, camel toe everything going on. The it's, it's wonderful. But now that is on uh, a picture on her Instagram. And what you're supposed to do is like it. Oh, and that's it. I don't do any of I'm just saying, that's how the game's changed. Well, the rules, the rules are hard to follow. Yeah, I don't know. But how old are you, Mike? Twenty-nine. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh wow. I'm in the thick of it. Yeah. What about you? Yes. Uh, similar. Maybe twenty-seven. Less. Thirty-three. 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 <laughs> but the thirties get better. Are the thirties better than the twenties? No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I feel it a little more. Yeah. Oh. But there's less give a fuck. To your yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. I, 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 I like well, that liberation of not giving a fuck. Oh, yeah. I, the thing is, like, now that I'm in my 30s, I know I have to. Yeah, you have to get I know I'm going to be 40, and then I'm going to be alone and have no I, I think it's like, <laughs> when you're in your 30s, you got to start getting the older stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, you really do. Yeah. It's really yeah, good. I, Productive yeah. motive. Because yeah. yeah. until when I was 29, who gave a fuck? You know, yeah. do anything you can. Whatever, the, and then you gotta get. Gotta, you start realizing you're approaching that half halfway point. I, I got re I got retirement to do. You know, do I want to be serious with my wife? Do I want to do? You know, have kids? No. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I want to do other things, and it's like you build up the, your future. You know, are you happy where you are? Yes. And so you can go from there, but retirement. You know, you gotta start putting stuff away. I mean, so my little lecture. That's all I have to say. When you reach thirty. Start being serious about it. Because you'll be 60 before you know it, right? I mean, you really will. Yeah, I, I imagine, yeah. So I'm, I'm 33, I own a house, I own a car, I have a stable job, so I'd be like, it could be worse. That's, it could be way worse. Debt free? Well, I mean, you have your own house, house or whatever? Or, 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 just like, wait, what? I was asking, like, debt free, more or less? Or? Oh, no. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm in debt for sure. Yeah. But still, I mean, it's hard to It's hard You're never debt free. It's an investment. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, I own my own land. Kind of. Your land, wherever you're at, you're at. I don't want to be able to pay government. And then they could take that and hurt me. I know plenty of farmers who get their land taken away from because they want to put a road through. Or a house, a school, whatever it is. It's for the better. Good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good. Crazy. Screw you, farmer. Really Screw you, hunter. Screw you, whoever you just want land to bump around it. F off. It's something all it does is it costs you money to get them. Oh, anyway, back to your podcast. Do you have a uh, value for value? More of a yep, yep, yep. I'm sure Monsanto is a sponsor now. Nope. Ah, I may take sponsors. So you're looking at Monsanto. No. 
<laughs> Basically, I told myself if I ever do like ad advertisements, sponsorships, it would strictly be small businesses. Yeah. So like I've got two or three uh, friends that have businesses that sell products that would actually make sense for my market. What are you thinking like big enough like solving hardware small business? That's kind of bigger, but nothing that like specifically local because it would have to be people selling stuff online. Oh, online. Like I know a guy that sells tactical equipment. SOE tactical. I got a guy I know that sells like leather goods online. You know, so businesses like that who online, my, yeah. my my audience would actually be into what they're selling. Yeah. Um, but for now, it's strictly value for value. You know, I got a letter in the mail from one of my listeners for Christmas. $150 cash and he wrote the nicest letter just being like, keep doing the podcast, like I'm really enjoying it, blah, blah, blah. And I literally fucking broke down and started crying. Because I put a lot of work into it and I, I've got like maybe five, six people that throw me some bones every now and again. But that was like 150 bucks, biggest donation by far. And I'm like, like, damn, somebody actually gives a shit, man. Like, so, of course, then I go and listen to the No Agenda show and I'm like, damn, thousand dollar donation? What? Like, how do I get people to do that? You know? Well, <laughs> 15 years, yeah, yeah. you know, a lot of work. Yeah. And they've earned every bit of it, don't get me wrong. And they started, you know, doing careers beforehand. I'm humbled by any amount of you know support I get from my listeners. But when I, you know, it is like, damn, these guys, they're getting big donations because they provide mad value. I mean, it makes perfect sense. So following their lead, you know, like for sure. During the COVID, the COVID deal with the lockdown, I started listening to episode one. You went all the way back, huh? All the way back, yeah. I got to like uh, 800, and that's a lot of hours, you know, but it's a long time. And uh, they didn't even start doing the donations, and their first donation, the first two, three years 20, 50, yeah, that's it. And they, they spent half the time because people send donations in and they they read their names and the letters and all that stuff. So, they could, so I mean, they've been working this far. A while, but uh, yeah. you go back to the and actually some of them they're quite enjoying this. But yeah, I imagine, yeah, kind of yeah. A, a time capsule. But it takes yeah. it takes time because all of them are two three hours long. Right. There there is one missing episode, and that's that right? the, that's the one that uh, uh, Curry's wife. Uh, the first wife divorced him because he just filed suit on me. And that's it. That's the whole episode. The whole episode. That's the whole episode. Oh, wow. Yeah. Funny. Uh, and so there's always one episode of this. Huh. But no, they've been, they've been doing this. They've been playing it pretty well. Well, it's just impressive. It's like, it's it's inspiring because it's like, yeah, if you genuinely produce a valuable show, people will in kind respond. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's hopeful for a content producer at the early stages, you know, but yeah. The first day I get a thousand dollar donation from a listener, I will, I will, that's like, that's huge. That's freaking, that's a lot of money for somebody just to give you voluntarily with no 
immediate benefit, really. I mean, you know, that's, that's huge. I don't know, it speaks to what they're doing, really. Yeah. No, but it's, it, it, you need a lot of time, but it's interesting to go through their whole transgression. I imagine, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then also, I watched that with Zaborak um, and actually Curry on Twitch, and they did the whole Adam had just sold his big stock company, uh, crypto company, that was a video vision or something, and, he, and he's driving a, a Tesla Roadster, which is worth big bucks now, you know, if you still have it. And he lost it all, and then he had his helicopter, then he moved over to It's like, that's when I started watching. And, uh, and he, he just spent the money and lost it all wildly. And Dvorak just sat there and played with Leo Laporte. You know who Leo Laporte is? Oh, wow. So just watch Twit, Twit TV, and it's like a computer answering program. Um, and it's, you go, all these guys are just trying to make a living. That's all they're trying to do. So. But it, it's kind of, it was kind of interesting. So that's how long I've been watching the whole thing. To watch them develop. And they, they, they have developed the... Uh, Pay as you go type routine. Obviously, all the titles and everything. That's it's. I, I kind of think I need to adapt that whole thing into my own style. Oh, so but like, you're gonna be a master gardener or? A, well, you know, like the easy peasy thing. The logo is a peapot. Easy peasy, right? And so I'm imagining long term, like it'd be cool to have you know, peapots, right? Individual cities, groups, meetups, peapots. But it's like, I don't know. Yeah, like some sort of tiered. You know, you start as a, uh, I don't know, a sprout, and you work your way to a sapling, to a this, to that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. I, I play with, you know, I play with crypto a bunch. Uh -huh. And it's like, they have shrimps, they have guppies, they have, you know, sharks, they have whales. whales. And all yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, same routine. Right. Yeah. Benny, do you have any tips for... Uh, for mining um, <laughs> unless you have big bucks don't do it don't even do it because it, right now the price is so bad it uh, my advice now is like if you if you have a hundred dollars buy it buy a hundred dollars because it's, it's one of the lowest prices that it was 16 or 17 now it's 20 21 but it's going to go up so if you if you want to Double, triple your money in the next uh, year. Buy it. You think it's going that fast? Yeah. Well, that's not that much. To, to, yeah. It's got at least double. So it's, it's, it's got to. All the I mean, bad PR is almost good if you want to buy. You know, like yeah. Actually, there was one guy today that just bought four million dollars worth of Bitcoin. No and don't don't buy the coins. Either buy Bitcoin or yeah. One of those two. Don't. And, and then if you want to do it, buy it through Coinbase, but then spend another $70, $80 and get a wallet and learn how to do it. I mean, it's a big learning deal. So, so buy $100 and then start following some people. Um, 
and learn how to the game played because you got to set your bank account up and like only put in money that if you lose it because like this whole the price went down it was 20 in november and then we had the fdr China. ftx yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, FTX, yeah. the whole Sam Bacon, F, you know, Freeman, okay. it went down, and it finally got back up, because, and Bitcoin had absolutely nothing to do with that. Right. That was, it was the perception of the market as a whole. Well, and, and, and was it bad? No. What he did was nothing worse than any banker. He took the assets of the company and invested. That's what every bank did. But you know, she did not pay I think in the long run. If I was your age, I'd, I'd put at least $100, $200. Yeah. I, I, I have certain listeners that, you know, I've, I've basically encouraged listeners to donate Bitcoin. So I bought like $200 worth of Bitcoin a couple of years ago, whatever, and just let it ride. And, but now I have people donating Bitcoin. So it's, like, so it's a passive sort of income, and I'm, I'm not touching it. I don't use it. I just let it grow and grow and grow. So it's like... Uh, you know, certain certain listeners give me dollars. One or two of them give me Bitcoin. So now I'm sitting on like I got like six hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin or whatever right now that I I own. I, I haven't bought hardly any of it. It's just built no, no, up just, from, just from just donations. Let us, just, uh, just let us sit there. But, but I would say you know buy it and uh, uh, what what uh, exchange are you using? I well. I haven't okay. bought anything on an exchange in a long where, time. Where are you storing it? I'm storing it on Exodus. On what? Exodus. I have no idea. It's a, it's a wallet. It's, I mean, it's like... Okay. There's, there's, whatever. It's a software wallet. There's so much out there. I, you know, yeah. I just, but actually, sign up an account and, uh, and get an exchange and then transfer it over and get uh, uh, like a real wallet. Like a hard hardware wallet. A hard, like a cold, a hard, cold storage. Yeah. A cold storage wallet. Right. I have yet to make that move. Yeah, but, yeah. Right. but I'm... I'm Better than the folks that keep all their money on Coinbase at this well, point. Well, see, so, I, I haven't yeah. moved over to a wallet. At least I, I have my own keys. I, I control my own keys. Yeah, so. yeah. Right. And, like, I can go Coinbase. They have a softball, but, uh, again, it's... They hold your keys, though. You don't... Yeah. Correct. You are, you are totally on, correct. On the app, it says you have these Bitcoin, but you don't have those Bitcoin. You, no, you know, no, They no, have it. No, no. They just promise. And, actually, I would rather do Binance over Coinbase. Oh. Coinbase is what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. That. Um, and uh, but it's it's like it's okay because I, I mean I don't have much in there. But I'm having fun because I'm a whole different sort. It's like it's going to be ten years from now. Where am I going to be in ten years? Who knows? You know. So it's like I got to be. I have to take a different attitude than you. But I would say, if I were you, or you know, I would say, put put something in there because they're saying in the ten years it's going to be. If you own one coin, it's going to be a million dollars. Right. Right now, so, it's a twenty-something grand. Yeah, maybe yeah. a little less. It so. might be twenty-one today. You know, so. It was, yeah. it was twenty-seven. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's. Uh, I, don't, I don't. But I thought about mining and stuff too. It sounds like it's just. The, it's the capital low, investment to start well, mining first of all, is hard to buy, You got to have to buy the machine, which is at least ten to twenty thousand yeah. dollars, and then it costs you 
$10,000 a year for the electricity. So, and you might make 17, so you make a couple thousand dollars uh, a year. It's not worth it. Buy, just buy Bitcoin. So my like my whole thing with mining is I would be mining it for the sole purpose of just having like a small amount of satoshis just to donate to podcasts. Do you use Fountain to listen to your podcast yet? No, but I'm I'm about to. If I start doing that where I get satoshis, I, I'll switch over to some. So I, I use Fountain, and it's kind of fun. But it's small amounts. It's yeah. just whatever. Uh, I mean, you know, handful of stats, but thousands right. of, a, of a yeah. Bitcoin. So, but it's it's kind of like, like practicing. Um, but I mean, that, yeah, because like a lot of the podcasts I listen to, people donate like five thousand satoshis, like a dollar. Yeah. But it's cool to be able to, like, that's how you can give, even if it's just a little something. Even if it's And, like, get your message there or whatever, just to, like, right. be a part of the show. I love, as a podcaster, I love Fountain because I go on Fountain and I can see, it's like in the last month I've had maybe eight or ten, like, messages from listeners saying, like, love this episode, can you explore, like, this topic more? So it's, like, real feedback uh, from the listeners and they're throwing me, you know, 500 sets, 1,000 sets, yep, whatever. Exactly. And um, so, like, I don't know. I've been using Fountain, listening, and, you know, like. I'm going to say something so I can get out of here. Yeah, go ahead. I'm so stiff. I can stand it. <laughs> it's hard when you get older. I'm stiff. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Is that what he had to say? I guess. <laughs> but anywho, I like it um, because it, it's like, as opposed to my listeners having to email me through my website it's very direct and um, I've probably accumulated $12 worth of sats in the last couple months yeah like it's very minimal but like the messages the, the little and people clipping the show and sharing the clips it's, yeah a lot of it's Cool. So, uh, do you, you don't do your show live, do you? No, but I may eventually start doing live shows uh, for certain things, but generally, no, it's all pre-recorded. Because there are some shows that I listen to where if you donate specific numbers of sets, a sound will play. Well, like yeah. they have it set up for that. Like, yeah, well, so a lot of people do the super chat thing where you, yeah. you know, pay some sats, you can get yeah. a message on the, on the show right then and there. Yeah, but, but it's funny because like sometimes they'll say something that'll trigger someone to want to... Like, for example, there's a show called Behind the Schemes, and if you donate 6666 sats, they sacrifice a goat, and it's like a goat sound. Sure. So it's like, sometimes when they're talking about certain things that like might be going toward the occult, like, people will start sacrificing goats like crazy. Funny, like, funny, yeah. Uh, but they have all kinds of stuff. It's a way to literally, like, participate Yeah, exactly, because the they're, they're doing yeah. it live. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's that's the kind of thing where, like, because I have a Raspberry Pi that my friend gave me, like, three or four years ago, and I just bought it. I finally bought, like, a power supply and SD card for this it. Is a, this is a piece of hardware, a Raspberry yeah, Pi? Yeah, it's just like a little, it's like a mini computer that's, like, this big. And it's made for but it's just mining? Like a board. Well, it's not made for, it's made for, you do all kinds of stuff with it, but okay. it's, like, extremely low power, so, I mean, I'm not expecting to get, like, anything significant from it, but I figure I can just let it run, maybe get, like, some sats here and there and just be able to, like, toss them in the shows that I like, so, uh, I'm not, like, going to buy a $10,000 rig or anything, like, nothing crazy like that. I, I, it's funny, because I actually mined Ethereum for a while, just on my normal computer, but it was, like, turning my graphics card into a fucking jet engine. No shit, it was just running, it was like, just running full like, steam. Like, yeah. like hard <laughs> yeah. all the time. It's like, like hot, like, don't touch it, yeah. I, I did it for, like, a month, and I made, I think I made, like, 40 bucks in a month, yeah. which I was like, damn, that's not bad, but then I was like, wait. But you're, if, like, if tearing I keep, your equipment If up, I keep maybe. doing this, I'm just going to have to use all the money that I made to buy a new graphics card. Right. So, like, what's you're, the point? Yeah. But, but, yeah, I'm hoping this, I can just do it at, like, a super low, just, like, 
like not looking to get anything crazy, just like a few here and there. And then be able to just like turn around and just send it right back to someone else. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not the most savvy guy, but I've heard people kind of express the idea that like how do you even say this? It's like uh, you know, buying Bitcoin when it's undervalued with dollars that are overvalued yeah. long term is a good play right um, yeah uh, it's all it's all a little over my head yeah, but same. luckily I have friends that are like really switched on to that shit and I just kind of follow what they say yeah. <laughs> you know I, I had some friends yeah. who were really onto it and then they fucking tanked all my money and I was like oh wait well, I'm kind of glad I didn't listen to you it's well it's been the early even now it's still the early days of it so it's, it's volatile it's unpredictable but like I don't know in, in 30 50 years if, you know I assume it's going to be that kind of thing where if you tell somebody oh yeah like I I could have bought a Bitcoin for 20k they're going to say what oh, shit if I had bought a Bitcoin when I graduated high school you know it's like early early on they were worth like Nine hundred dollars or something. I remember. I remember. It was such a joke that someone one time instead of paying for a pizza at Domino's, they, they bought a Bitcoin instead, or they just paid for it with one Bitcoin. And now that, that yeah. you, you could buy a car for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I try to just like let them come in passively through the show and not touch them, not spend them. You know, like that's just not even a savings account. It's it's like, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's almost it goes up and down. Yeah, it's something I don't have to think about. It's just, it's there. Uh, I don't know. But anyways, I think I'm going to probably roll out of here. It's yeah. good to meet you, though, yeah, Spencer. You too, yeah, I'll check out your podcast. Yeah, appreciate it. Are you here in Indy? Yeah, I'm in Tipton. You already said that. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, next meetup, we'll see you there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Sounds good. I guess apparently Adam's coming to one of them yeah, maybe in the next cool. couple months. That'd so. be cool. To, to Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be, a, that'd be a trip. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Take it easy. You too. Get <laughs> out, Mike. Yep. Good you. You too. You too. Hey. We'll see you later. Yep. Good to see you. You too. Yeah. Good to see you. Trev, likewise. Catch you next time. Yeah. If you would like to donate to the Easy Peasy Podcast, please go to easypeasygardens.com slash donate. Thanks for listening.